You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to another Astros podcast. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by Astros General Manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Oakland A's. And uh, the offense got off to a slow start this year, Jeff. We've started to see more of what we were expecting from this offense and also helps having George Springer, Jose Altuve back uh, for this series after dealing with some nagging injuries on the road trip. It sure does. I was worried about us getting through that road trip. It seemed like everything that could go wrong did. We managed to get through playing 500 and against two pretty good teams. So I'm happy about that. You know, we always thought this offense was going to be the type that you didn't know where the game production was going to come from. Top of the lineup, bottom of the lineup, middle of the lineup. And we've seen that. The bottom of the lineup has really been able to uh, carry the team. And that's what we were hoping for. Jeff, you mentioned that the offseason started last year with the signing of Yulieski Gurriel in June. And, man, it, it he looks like a totally different guy right now. Looks energized. Looks like he's starting to hit his stride. He does. And there's a reason why they call him El Yuli in Cuba. <laughs> he was a great player for a long time. And I knew last year we weren't really getting an accurate glimpse of what he was going to be. Yeah. But with a whole offseason to get ready and spring training, this is the player that we thought we were signing. And this is the player that has a chance to have a real impact in this league. And he's already in the league leaders in average. I think we're going to see a little bit more power. He's playing good defensively at first base and really a catalyst for our team. I mean, you're starting to see some char- character coming out of no him. You see, see his personality and uh, obviously you're wearing ha- your hair like him today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, uh, we're going to have Yuli Hair Day in the future. Well, Jake Marisnik, he's eligible to come off the seven-day concussion DL tomorrow. Played a rehab game at AA Corpus Christi yesterday with a couple of hits. Uh, uh, what's the what's Marisnik's prognosis moving forward here? The most important thing is to make sure that he's completely past all the concussion system symptoms, and he is. Otherwise, he wouldn't have played yesterday. Today, he's going to play in the field. They have a day game in Corpus, and after that, he's going to drive back to Houston. So he's on track to be activated tomorrow, which would be a good thing because we need Jake's defense, and we need his bat. He's having a good year. Jeff, a great start against, uh, in particular, the American League West this year. You guys are 11-4. and four. Uh, It's looming, though. Uh, tomorrow <laughs> it starts, and you've had your eyes on Texas for a while. We have, and it, uh, this is the first time that we haven't played Texas in the month of April. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I'm glad we play our division in, in April. It's a good test for us, and we've done well. Clearly, this series coming up next week is, is really important for us because we have to establish a good that we, we can beat these guys. We haven't been able to do that the last couple of years. I think we've got a chance. They've got a good team. They're hot right now, but uh, so are we. Do you have to ward, ward against or AJ ward against maybe putting too much importance on these games against the Rangers? Obviously, you want to beat them with what's happened the last few years, but uh, still, I mean, they're, they're, they're another ball club in the division. Yeah, it's just it's four games on a long schedule, but these are important games. I don't think anybody's going to underestimate it, so I hope our fans come down and support us. We, we could use all the help we can get, and it's gonna. there's some great pitching matchups, and you know, Carlos almost hit for the cycle last yeah. night. So, we'll, you know, we're ready. We're ready to take him on, and we're ready to make a statement. Trent Thornton made his AAA debut yesterday uh, at, at Fresno and pitched very well. Uh, yeah. Six innings, gave up a run, saw a little bit of him in spring training, called up to big league camp a few times, and fifth-round pick of the Astros just in 2015. So he's been moving pretty quickly. He has. We really like his stuff. It's funny because Michael Elias called me last week and said we need a pitcher in AAA. But Thornton had a couple bad outings in AA, so we weren't sure. And you know, we like his stuff. We know his stuff can play even at the big leagues. So we said, you know what, let's just give him a chance. Let's get him up there. And I'm glad we did because he had a good outing last night. Jeff, John Kemmer, who's in AAA with you guys, isn't on those top prospect lists. But every year, I mean, five hits last night. He's hitting 340 in Fresno. 
every year he just does something. He's going to force his way on this club. I think he is. I love John Kemmer. Last year when I went to Fresno to watch him, he impressed me. He's gotten a lot better defensively. He can hit. He's always been able to hit. He's got some power, that left-handed bat. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think he's a guy who's just waiting for his opportunity like some of the other guys down there. And uh, bad news about Brady Rogers going on the disabled list after leaving his last start early. Uh, came back to Houston to get his elbow looked at. Uh, any any news on, on, on Brady Rogers, he, the pitcher of the year at AAA last year? Yeah, it's really a, a shame because he, he is such an important part of our inventory in AAA. But he has an elbow injury. Our doctors have looked at it. He's going to get another opinion tomorrow, and then we're going to determine a course of action. But uh, he's likely to miss some real time here. Jeff, unfortunately, we didn't get to see a lot of Garrett Stubbs, who had a good year last year. He's a catcher in AA. Uh, didn't get to see him a lot in spring training. It was his first year as an invitation to, to big league spring training. But he's gotten off to a nice start after missing the first couple of weeks. Uh, just continues to hit. He's very agile. We've seen the speed for a catcher. What do you like about him? Yeah, we, we love Garrett Stubbs. I mean, he threw out 50% of base runners last year, hit his first home run last night. He's a great package of offense, defense. The only questions about him throughout his career have been he's a pretty small guy, mm -hmm. but he's put on some weight and it's strength. And I think this guy has a chance to be a everyday catcher at the big league level. So how, when that's going to be, I'm not sure. We don't need him now. So he's going to continue to develop and really an exciting prospect for us. Now the Astros have that uh, new affiliate down at Bowie's Creek in the Carolina League playing at a temporary facility on Campbell University uh, before moving into a new stadium in downtown Fayetteville in a couple of years. What have you been hearing about about that setup out there at, at Bowie's Creek getting some rave reviews? Certainly a lot of talent there. It's great. Well, first of all, the team's off to a great start. They have yeah. one of the best records in the league, and, and our talent is, is exceptional there. So very happy about it. Campbell's been great. Uh, we have a good partnership with them, and uh, we're looking forward to a really first-class facility once we get it built. All right, Jeff Luna, Astros General Manager, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, on your radio, the Houston Astros Radio Network. Leading off for your Houston Astros, third baseman, number two, Alex Bregman. Back to Astros baseball, no score with the A's and the Astros. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford here with you at Minute Maid Park and we're pleased to have J.J. Watt, number 99, in the booth with us today. And You want to talk about a charity tournament, but first of all, welcome to Minute Maid. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. And yeah, we're uh, really much looking forward to the Charity Classic on May 13th here at Minute Maid Park. It's, fifth one, uh, is that right? Yeah, it's the fifth one. Uh, it's raised a ton of money over the years for kids all over the country. Our fans are incredible. My teammates are so generous with their time. Come out, have a blast. So we always have a good time. I'm not, I'm not real big on averages as Alex Bregman steps in. A spanks one to right field, nice. base hit. Lowry dives for it. Can't come up with it, and it's a base hit for Alex Bregman. I'm not great on averages, but I think you're 0 for 4 in the home run derby. I don't know what that average is. <laughs> you're, you're bringing up a tough subject there, <laughs> a very tough subject. I, uh, who's, been, who's been winning it? Last year was Cushing. Shane Leckler won the year before, which really grinded my gears. Oh, my God. Um, you can't the let, let, the, let the punter no, win. <laughs> I know. It's, I just blame it on him having so much time to practice because he, he's a punter, so he doesn't he actually do, practice that Yeah, much. he doesn't do anything else. Um, but, uh, yeah, my average is no good. I found out my problem, though. I waste them all in warm-ups. I'm not going to waste uh, them in warm-ups this year. There you go. Here's Springer. He fouls the first pitch off. J.J., there's the, uh, the tournament. It's going to be May 13th. Yep. Uh, you guys have come out, and you guys have raised in those four years almost $3 million. Yeah, it's been incredible. Uh, our fans are so good. Uh, last year, I think we raised like $1.6, $1.7 million alone. So wow. our fans are so incredible. I'm so thankful. Uh, they come out here. They pack the place. It's a, it's a great time. 
Barbara Bush threw out the first pitch last year, really? which is very tough to top. That's awesome. Uh, but we have some tricks up our sleeve this year, and it'll be a lot of fun. So there, there'll be a home run derby, as we mentioned, yep. and then a softball game between the offensive and defensive players of the, of the Houston Texans. Yes, and I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe the series is tied to 2-2. Two to two. Uh, offense won last year, so okay. team defense has been practicing, hitting the cages, uh, making sure we're ready to go. And uh, we're looking for a win. Now, I know you played some baseball in high school, right, in I Wisconsin? I did. Uh, where did you, what position? Uh, I played, uh, I was a pitcher. Uh, I played up until my sophomore year. I did a little bit of catcher, a little bit of third, uh, but I pitched mainly. And that was kind of the reason I had to transition out of it because, obviously, after pitching, you have to rest, and I couldn't work out uh, uh, for football. So I had to pick there, and football ended up winning, and it worked out okay. So i got to ask you. Not including yourself, because obviously you're the best baseball player on the Houston Texans. You're just <laughs> going to assume you. I that. Like, I like the way you think. But uh, who who's the best of what you've seen over the last few years? Who's the best uh, softball player on the on, on the Texans from what you've seen in these games? <laughs> Sadly, I have to say it's Shane Leckler. He's, really? The, really? The guy's he's incredible. the best golfer, well, too, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you know how it goes. Yep. But, yeah, he uh, he's done a great job. He has two young daughters who are, I think, 11 and 8. And so he, he coaches their softball team. So the guy gets plenty of practice. Um, but, yeah, he's he's the best one we got. He's a ringer. Springer yeah. strikes out. There's one out of the inning now with first base. We're talking with J.J. Watt. I want to ask you about your mom's Christmas schedule. Uh, what, is, what is she thinking right now about Christmas uh, in, in, in Houston uh, with your brother getting drafted by Pittsburgh yeah, last yeah, Thursday? I know. You guys are playing them on Christmas. It's going to be crazy here. I know. It's going to be wild. So I imagine she'll probably do one of those split jersey things where half yeah. mine, half his. <laughs> But I'm going to have to remind her, the game is here in Houston, yeah. and the tickets are going to be coming from the Texans. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to politely remind her that she's sitting in my seats. So, yeah. you know, yeah. let's let's make it a little bit of a bigger Texans jersey than the Steelers jersey. And your brother uh, drafted in the first round like yourself, uh, TJ. You had to be really proud. Oh, it was incredible. You know, TJ, he's worked so hard uh, early in his career in college. He had two injuries that he overcame. And so everything that he's gone through to get to where he is, I'm so proud of him. Mm. Uh, it's been such a, a fun weekend to watch him. He's been up in Pittsburgh. He's sending me pictures from Permani Brothers and all that. Oh, so yeah. It's really cool. One no count to Josh Reddick with Bregman on first, and he grounds it foul up the first baseline. So I have to ask you, how soon after TJ got drafted by the Steelers did the trash talk start about the Christmas <laughs> Day game? The trash talk started about him buying dinners immediately after. That was the first okay. thing. And then, so he's uh, going to have some cash in his pocket. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. For the first time. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then the trash talk definitely went a little bit to the game. Uh, but I texted my buddy who's on the team, Antonio Brown, told him to haze him a little bit. Um, but with TJ and I, it's actually, you know, same with both my brothers. It, there's a little bit of trash talk. But then he's such a sponge. He always wants to know, you know, he's like, hey, what can I, what can I ask these guys to learn from right away? How can I get, get some knowledge from these coaches in this first weekend? So it was really cool for him to kind of say, okay, this is all fun and well, but how can I start to get to work? Mm. That's, that's great. Reddick stands in with a 2-1 count as Triggs throws over to first base once again. There's one out in a scoreless ball game. What is the craziest thing you've done when you've had a personal trainer or, or whether it's your conditioning trainer with with the uh, Texans what's the craziest thing that you've done to to get in better shape where you're just going seriously you want me to do that <laughs> uh, there's been a whole bunch of things I'm sure on. there's the tires and all that yeah. stuff is anything stick out Redick pounds yeah. one over the shortstop that's Rosales and on to first base he beats it out two outs now um, the craziest thing so far I, the tires are definitely a big one that was uh, a big thing but some you know Altuve does that, too. He has. Does he really? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we do the exact same size. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, he has the sandpit at our place, and, and he puts me in the sandpit a lot. And that, that will wear you out. At the end of a workout, he'll put me in the sandpit and just tell me we have to do these jumps. And there's all different types of jumps we have to do. And he'll tell me 35 of this kind, 35 of this kind. And he'll just keep going until wow. I literally can't go anymore. And I'm not jumping at all. I'm just on my toes. So, mm. How's your back right now? Is it good? It's great. Yeah, it's great. It feels great. I'm, uh, I'm back with the team working out full, full bore. So I feel really good. I just I can't wait to hit somebody. That's, that's all I want. Two outs for Altuve, oh, and he gets hit right in the it. back. It was a breaking ball. Yeah, that one got away. A little slider right in the middle of the back between the two and the seven. And if Triggs isn't careful, J.J. Watt may charge the mound. I so mean, if, I was, buddy, if right? I was closer to the field, we'd have a problem. <laughs> so you threw out the first pitch tonight. Did a nice shot, by Thank the you. way. Thank you. I could tell you're a former pitcher. Thank you. Uh, do you ever get nervous for those? Because you've done it, you've done it a few times here, right? Right, I have done it a couple times here, and the the time I did it about three years ago, I said, okay, I'm gonna actually fire it in there. I'm gonna see okay. how, so what I can get. But this time, I told myself, you're not gonna be nervous. You're just you're just gonna go out there, just throw it. I didn't warm up at all. I didn't wow. throw a pitch before that, so I was like, no problem. But then I walked out there, and once you get on that mound, no matter how confident you are, no matter how big of a guy you are. <laughs> You're like, if I duff this right in front of the plate, I'm going to be on Sports Center tonight. So, <laughs> Runners on first and second for Correa, and he fouls the first one back. Correa showed up at one of y'all's practices last year. Yeah, he's uh, he's come out to support us, and I think that's yep. what's so cool about this city is just the support between all the teams. Yeah. And whether it's the Rockets or the Astros or the Dynamo or the Dash, everybody supports everybody. And so I was just talking earlier about how I, I like that feel. It's like a big high school where everybody supports everybody, mm. and we're all part of the same team. That's yeah. a good analogy. Infield shaded a pull with Correa. Nothing in one count as Triggs checks the runner on second. A long pause. And the pitch is on the outside corner. Nothing in two. So, so where do we go from here? So, so the website for, for the, uh, the charity classic. JJWFoundation.org. So okay. Go check that out. You can get to the ticketing website there. Uh, you can obviously follow me on Twitter, and I'll be posting stuff about it leading up to the game. And, um, yeah, just trying to get the word out, make sure that people come out and support. I mean, the fans have been incredible so far every year. So It sounds like it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's really fun. And the Astros will be out of town, so we, we don't get a chance to attend that. But it sounds like a great event every year. O2 misses in the dirt. Yeah. And that's Saturday, May 13th, day before Mother's Day. Yeah. So. If your mom's a big J.J. Watt fan, and I know some of them are, what bring do you guys, her out to the charity class. What do you yeah. guys do for the fans out there? Sign in a lot of autographs? We sign a, like that? Yeah, we sign a ton of autographs. We have, like, uh, little balls uh, we sign and toss up in the crowd. Guys will, after the game, throw their gloves up in the crowd. We have mm -hmm. fireworks after the game. Uh, there's a contest that you can win. So we try and make it as fun as we can. Uh, I go all the way up into the top deck and see the fans up there. You know, <laughs> Great. We keep it very. We try and keep it family friendly. So tickets up in the top deck are five dollars. You can get in for five dollars and try and keep it affordable for a family so everybody can come. Awesome. Well, the one-two pitch is is bounded over to Jed Lowry at second base. Correa thrown out. That'll end the threat for the Astros here in the third. JJ Watt, thank you so much you. for joining yeah, us. Thank you. Uh, it's great to see you. Good luck with the, uh, the class. Appreciate it. Appreciate it so much. Now batting number 99, J.J. Watts. Come out to Minute Maid Park on Saturday, May 13th, to see some of your favorite Houston Texans players swing for the fences at the fifth annual J.J. Watt Charity Classic. The J.J. Watt Foundation will host a home run derby and softball game between the offensive and defensive players from the Houston Texans. All proceeds from this family-friendly event will benefit the J.J. Watt Foundation. For tickets and more information, visit astros.com slash J.J. Watt.